Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer. Standing by in Northwest Arkansas, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. In a moment, we'll be joined by Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. First, let's talk with Neil Atkinson, my man from Saracen. Don't you love, Neil, these in-state matchups? Tonight, Arkansas takes on Little Rock in baseball. First pitch, 630. Absolutely. And, of course, we had to line up before anybody in the entire country. Uh, so we are covering that. And also, don't forget, we have uh, uh, the uh, Central Arkansas and softball uh, also uh, coming up uh, today. So uh, especially proud of that. We have the play-in tournament for the NBA beginning tonight. Uh, neat little new uh, format that they've got there. That's going to make it more exciting. Um, some interesting games there, and we've only got a couple of days left in the National Hockey League before the end of the regular season on Thursday. So, a lot going on with in-state teams and with playoffs for the two remaining major sports in play, the NBA and the NHL, aside from the start of baseball season. So, super excited about that. Arkansas has a uh, four-and-a-half run line, which is really, no, now five-and-a-half run Mm -hmm. line against Arkansas Little Rock, which is pretty high. The money line is minus 950, so that's how you handicap a a baseball game uh, when you got two uh, uh, unevenly matched-up teams. It's a special game for the state uh, with those two teams playing, and it's it's important uh, in the grand scheme. Not to be looking ahead for this weekend's matchup, against Tennessee. I know we're all looking ahead to that, and we might have a few goodies later on in the week for you with Saracen Casino being the presenting sponsor for the Tennessee-Arkansas game Friday night. And one final teaser, if you will. The double R props are up, and I've got one for you. I think this one is a little bit like Brady Slavin's a week ago, and that is Caleb Cowley over... 0.5 home runs over 0.5 runs and over 0.5 hits. So that means if Caleb Cowley, who's red hot right now, just go back to last weekend, check out his, his numbers, he cracks one home run, he's going to pay plus 850. Yep, you're making me awful nervous with these props, but boy, <laughs> people love them. Uh, the Lady Slavin hit for plus thirteen hundred to plus fourteen hundred. If you had gotten on it earlier, people cashed in on that one. Had sixty five people that took that the last time. And uh, hey, there's some opportunity tonight with these props uh, because you never know what's going to happen with a matchup like this. And hey, for the love of the game, baseball, uh, let's watch it and uh, let's root for the Hawks to win overall. All right, Neil. That's Neil. Atkinson, by way of Saracen, BetSaracen.com, or go in the App Store and get the app Bet Saracen. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293, family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Let me put this one up. How about that? Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I hit the wrong one. Hit the wrong button. 
But now you're on. That's all that matters. Only I'm on? A, okay, good. Only a second or two delay. Uh, I'll start you off with this question from our Asher Record Service Company Life In Feedback. Dylan says, why didn't Grant be a GA under Pittman instead of Bielema? Because Grant wanted to be a doctor, maybe. He goes from there to Georgetown, does he not, to continue his pursuit? You talking about Grant Morgan here? Yeah, yes. Yeah, Grant, I think he has bigger plans. I actually talked, it's interesting you mentioned that, too, because I, I talked to Brooks Ellis uh, Saturday. He was at the scrimmage, and uh, he says that he's in grad school at Georgetown, and his, his plan is to also go to medical school. So, come play linebacker at Arkansas. If the pros don't work out, then uh, be a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Morgan, Dr. Morgan. Uh, today, did you get a chance to, I know today is a media opportunity for you at the University mm -hmm. of Arkansas. Yeah, we'll talk to uh, Sam Pittman, I believe, today. So, that'll be good to get his thoughts on the scrimmage and how everything went there. Uh, we had uh, obviously just wrapped up uh, the open portion of practice today. They were in shells, and uh, Isaac Tesla continues to. I mean, he's he's really to me kind of starting to separate himself. He had a really great catch uh, in some of their seven or excuse me their uh, full squad work. They weren't tackling uh, full, but they were uh, you know full team. Uh, it was probably at 15 yards coming across the middle, extended his hand, one arm catch. Not quite as pretty as the one he had uh, in the scrimmage Saturday or before the scrimmage Saturday, uh, but a really nice catch uh, against Lorando Johnson. You know, he's not just doing this against the backup third-team corners and stuff. He's doing it against some of the guys that have, have also looked really impressive out there at cornerback. Um, they did a little three-linebacker look today. Um, you know, also worked on some stuff, uh, taking snaps under center, some misdirection stuff. Uh, but I, I would say one of the more notable things is the you know three-linebacker look where they basically just replaced the nickel with a linebacker. Uh, we hadn't seen that uh, so far. So uh, still looks like they're installing stuff. Rick? Yes. Okay. No, you got me back on? My okay. bad. Yeah, I tried to say something while Trey came on, but you just didn't want me to. Okay. Well, you can say it now. Well, Trey, <laughs> this is the last week of spring football. What are you going to do after the spring football game? I cut out for some reason, right? At, at, you said that, but what am I going to do after spring football? I'm probably going to try to play some golf. Oh, good. Um, but I, there'll be so much, yeah. There'll be so much stuff going on. I mean, the transfer portal transfer opens. Portal. Yeah. Um, why I don't, yeah. Why I don't cover that directly? Uh, we do cover that at Hog Sports, and that means that I'm involved. And so uh, that'll be, you know, two weeks of madness, I would assume. Uh, there, I was talking with Brandon Marcello today. He was out at practice. He's one of our national. Uh, writers for 24-7 uh, yeah. Sports, University of Arkansas graduate as well. But he was out there today, and he says there are teams out there that are just over the limit, like in spring football with like 10, 10 extra guys, like 95 scholarship players. I would assume really? they're doing something with – yeah, I would assume they're doing something with the language of how they're classifying those guys, like their you know, walk-ons until next semester or something like that. They've got to be doing something like that because you can't just have 95 scholars. Like Arkansas has, I mean, they have 77 total right now, but that doesn't include what? I mean, are, are 10 guys that haven't enrolled yet? You know, so they're like 67 scholarship guys out there. Yeah. And you've got Colorado. Colorado, I know, is over, like 16 over. Nebraska is over. This is secondhand. I haven't done this now, research this is myself. after it's, Sanders told those Colorado guys that he was okay if all of them left. Yeah, I guess they're, so. They're still 16 <laughs> over. Kids like yeah. to be challenged, apparently. But uh, they're going to so. have to. They're going to have to cut some guys. I mean, are, are going to have to cut some guys. Are Alabama so. and Georgia over? And if so, can you get a, get names of potential transfers <laughs> to Arkansas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I don't know that they're over, but I do. I, and I just, the only reason I know that is just because you know Brandon. I think he said he's headed out to. Nebraska next week or something, and uh, to watch their spring uh, stuff. So, so he was aware of that. Just those two teams. But I was just thinking, wow. I mean, Arkansas has 67 scholarship guys. I think there's like 107 guys out there right now uh, practicing or, or injured who are on the roster. But uh, 
Yeah, I, they have to be doing something like you're, you got to pay your own way this semester, or they're going to count them back retroactively, you know, borrowing ahead or something. I don't know, but uh, you obviously can't have 95 scholarship players at once. Mm-mm. So Trey, I, I I am looking right now at the 2023 spring football roster that Kyle sent with the notes that he had today. So if I went down and I started counting all these numbers on the numerical roster or alphabetical roster, I'd come up with 95 scholarship players. For Arkansas? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I'm talking about Nebraska. I'm talking about Colorado. Okay. 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 No, you're going to count, you're going to count like 67 for Arkansas. Wow. With 10 more to come. With 10 more to come. So that means there's still eight scholarships. So could you see the possibility of Sam Pittman in his post-spring game press conference announcing three or four new players? The portal (laughs) opens that day, right? Yeah, I guess they technically could. That would probably mean that they were uh, in cahoots with those players (laughs) before they entered the portal. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, sure, it's possible. I don't think we can act like that stuff's not going on. I'm not saying it's happening at Arkansas, but we absolutely know that that's happening, that players are being recruited off of other teams' rosters. I I think that there are probably players out there that are, um, you know, have, you know, good and well, you know, this spring where they're probably headed. I would say that's definitely likely. That is crazy. Yeah, that's right. Um, it seems like everything is plus one, minus one, plus one, minus one. What are you hearing on the basketball front in regards to the transfer portal? I don't think you can call these NIL deals as of yet, but uh, it's kind of going quiet because I I do believe, Drake, do, do you have any insight right now on, for instance, What's going on with Jordan Walsh, or what's going on with Anthony Black? I mean, other than just kind of some stuff I've heard, I, I fully expect Anthony Black to declare for the NBA. I mean, he hasn't made an announcement that he's coming back either, you know. And uh, it, you know, s- several guys have, but I would expect him to go to the NBA. I and mean, Arkansas has already brought in uh, Menafield, the the point guard transfer, right? So. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like the writing's on the wall, but I would think that it's just a matter of time when he decides to make that official. With Walsh, I think Walsh should probably come back. Uh, I don't know if he will or not. I just think that yeah, I think he showed this season that he needs a lot more work, and so I think another year of college would really benefit him by coming back. So hopefully, that's what he'll do. Uh, as far as you know, guys that are out there, I, I kind of got my eye on Khalif Battle uh, out of Temple, shooting guard. I, I just think that he, if they could get him on board with what we know they have coming back, that could be that could be pretty salty. And we'd like right to now. find out something on Devo Davis, too. Oh, yeah. I think Devo will come back. I think the, the way Devo entered, I think usually when you see that, um, you know, it didn't ha- happen with um, – Isaiah, it didn't happen with him. He he entered and then announced that he's coming back, but the NBA deadline was different than the college deadline, and then he announced that he was staying in. Uh, but usually when you see a guy like I'm entering, but I'm leaving the door open, they kind of want to see where, what teams are thinking, you know, see the process also, see how all that stuff works so they kind of have an idea of, you know, what to do next year. So I think that's probably what will happen with Devo. I think that would probably be in his best interest to come back another year, build on what he did this year, especially how he ended. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll see how that shakes down officially. But, that, you know, Devo and Jordan Walsh and Anthony Black, that's really who we're waiting on. And, guys, we all, I mean, I, I have to say this because, I mean, I know I did. I just kind of written off Barry Dunning like he's not going to mm-hmm. come back. Um, and I think back. in order I said Barry Dunning. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, Joseph Pinion. Uh, I might have had four. I think I had four in the middle, but I, I didn't really expect any of them to come back. Uh, but I like that they are. I think that, you know, you can still develop 
in a program without jumping because I don't know that if they had jumped in the portal right now, if they would have landed in as good a place as Arkansas. I don't think they would have. Um, so staying here at Arkansas, continuing to develop it within the system, and, you know, eventually who knows what will happen. You know, there's you know, Barry Dunning's a guy that's got potential, and, um, you know, Ford obviously can score, and Pena can shoot threes. Mm-hmm. Pena could, you know, develop a little bit better defense, develop some tricks on defense and stuff. But uh, I'm, I'm glad those guys are staying in the system. I, I think that's um, that's a good thing versus, um, you know, just going out and getting all new players. And, you know, you have a little bit of more veteran um, on your team and, and more guys who can kind of show the next guys that come in, this is how things are done. And to your point, I read today, whereas of uh, Monday, which is yesterday, there were 1,300 players, basketball players, in the transfer portal. Mm. 1,300. Staggering. They're not all, not all going to find a place to play. And, you know, you're, you're right. Say if, if those three leave, where they go might be uh, a step down. And they, may, and they may like Arkansas enough they want to hang around. And the normal progress is for guys to get better as sophomores and juniors, and perhaps mm-hmm. they'll uh, turn out to be very good players at Arkansas. Yeah, Rick, most of those guys might not get picked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's yeah, a chance you're that right. most of them You're don't. right. Yeah. Because the really good ones, several of them have already been picked up, like two at Arkansas. And, uh, yeah. you know, one of the reasons that I guess Mark came to Arkansas is because Houston's already got two guards that at their school scored more points per game than he did. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the really, yeah, really number ones are done. He's the number 15th ranked player in the pool yeah, out of 1,300. Minifield right. um, is number 53, I think, uh, yeah. ranked player. And then uh, Battle, if they were to end up getting this guy, I mean, I think he's 12 in the portal. So, Trey, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued by Taylor Perry. He's the uh, point guard who played for North Texas, but I think we, again, kind of concluded he may be headed to Texas Tech following his previous coach Grant McCaslin. All right, turning our attention back to uh, Saturday. Tyler Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In particular, on Saturday, what kind of expectation do you have for visitors? I think I asked you what to expect from a playing standpoint, but uh, what about from a visitor standpoint? Is this going to be as big a day as we uh, tend to believe that it is in regards to a young men coming to visit? I believe so. Um, I don't have Danny's list of, of visitors, but he's got a running list going. Um I know the title of his article is Arkansas set for a huge visit, yeah. <laughs> huge, huge visit weekend. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, I know that they've got a lot of big names playing. You know. So I, I, I don't have the list in front of me though, Randy. But uh, I mean, they, this is always a big, a really big time for visitors, and uh, you can even have official visitors now. So. So is the expectation, Trey, by having this next wave of visitors, that one could expect to see more commitments to follow? Yeah, I mean, the way things are going right now, it seems like they're they're starting to pick them up. I mean, they got a couple last weekend, and uh-huh. uh, Juju Pope and K.J. Jackson. Uh, you know, Danny used to always say, like, you know, months to watch out for lately since the calendar's changed, or, you know, June, July. But now it feels like maybe April. You throw April in there, you know, before... Uh, you even get to May, <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's just happening earlier and earlier and earlier every single year. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I don't think that they'll be done in April. I think they'll definitely have more commitments this month. Okay, here's one headline by Danny: Notebook: More visitors added to Arkansas's spring game list, and several of these I could expect, maybe just possibly. Uh, some commitments from Tevis Metcalf. He's out of Birmingham, Alabama. He's a defensive back. Four-star composite running back Nate Palmer of Decatur, Texas. Now, now Metcalf, Randy, is is um, the younger brother of T.J. Metcalf, who's at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. And he's been here several times, obviously. So, yeah, that would be definitely a name to, to keep an eye on. And then Grayson Wilson who's a quarterback, class of 2025, uh, from Central Arkansas Christian, I would think, help me if I'm wrong in this regard, but 
I would think as a quarterback, the way those slots are so precious, I would expect Arkansas to only sign one quarterback in the class of 2025 unless there's a lot of turnover at that position. Would that be a fair expectation? I think so. I mean, it's pretty rare to see more than one quarterback sign in a class these days. And if you did need more than one, then you can get one out of the transfer portal, you know. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, at at the same time, though, Randy, I mean, Arkansas's quarterback for 2024 literally just committed. Yeah, true. Yeah, so, but uh, I don't know. Now that you have him on board, maybe time to focus on 2025 quarterback. (laughs) So, um yeah, he's uh, he's definitely a good one. He's got some uh, some nice offers already. Uh, just a 2025 kid, Illinois, Pittsburgh, Arkansas, of course. Uh, I've already offered him. So I don't know if it's I don't know if I put him on commitment watch just yet. But uh, well, and the reason why I say that is because uh, Danny may know it. He may know this quote secret information. Maybe you know it, but they have a board, and whether it's for 2024 or 2025, they have a board. And they have them ranked in how they rank quarterbacks in the upcoming class. So, yeah, I don't know where Grayson stands on that board for 2025, but if I've got a slot and I want to be a Razorback, why waste the time? Do it now. Yeah. I don't think that you offer an in-state kid unless you're ready to take him. Sure. That's always been the policy under any coach that I've ever covered. And that makes total sense, perfect sense. Ever since that debacle from Mayflower years ago under Coach Nutt. Yep. There yeah, has been, been a long time ago. Yeah. It's like 2002, 2001. But there have been very few since then that Arkansas has ever offered in-state mm-hmm. that they withdrew that offer from. Yeah. So you're right. If they offer, they plan. And by the way, Braylon Russell will be there. Thanks to Coach Harris for that information. Great running back out of Benton High School. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. Fence Brokers presents first-team All-American and BB native Hannah Gamble when she joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 103.7 The Buzz. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Happy Hour is back at Twin Peaks Monday through Friday from 2 to 7. Score sweet deals like dollar-off wine, liquor, cheap shots, and freezing cold 29-degree draft brews. Select apps available for 2 4 and $6. Night Owls come back for awesome specials late night. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Roger Scott for Gravely Moors. Working hard once again, making sure my lawn is lush, weed-free, and beautiful. By working hard, I mean, of course, I'm watching Bradley Owens mow it for me. Bradley, tell the good folks hello. Well, hello. That's enough right there, my good man. Pay attention, you missed a spot. What he didn't tell you is that you can take your very own Gravely Moor home today at 0% interest over 48 months. That's right, 0% interest on both residential and commercial mowers. Now, Bradley, tell them where you can go get your very own Gravely Moor. Well, you can... I'll finish it for you at Chapel Hardware in Pine Bluff or Hoco Turf in Rose. Clint Sterner here for Low T Center. Guys, there are a lot of people out there talking about testosterone, but I want you to do your homework, man. I want you to make sure that you choose a provider that you can trust. The provider that I trust, the provider that I recommend is Low T Center. It's where I get my levels checked. I've been a client for five plus years now. Low T Center exclusively specializes in men's wellness. They check all your levels, not just your testosterone, and they determine the cause of any symptoms you're having and whether you're a candidate for low T or something else like low thyroid or even sleep apnea. Typically, their annual health assessment is completely 
be covered by health insurance. And I'm telling you, folks, they check everything, including PSA, which is your prostate levels, and they check thyroid, liver, and kidney function, cholesterol, glucose levels, and much more. Low T Center has affordable and convenient options for treatment, including monitored self-inject treatment that ships directly to you each month. So no need to come to the center each week. Make your health a priority this new year and schedule your annual health assessment at Low T Center today. It's covered by most health insurance or less than $100 cash pay. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At College Hunks Hauling Junk and Moving, they move the things you love and haul away the stuff you don't. They offer packing, moving, loading and unloading, as well as junk removal. Find out why they have more five-star reviews than any other moving company. CollegeHunksHaulingJunk.com Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinner. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. In a moment, we'll be joined by Kevin McPherson, editing on his hoop scoop, courtesy of hogville.net. But i got to tell you about Henners. Rick was talking from the outset from the beginning about what a gorgeous day we are celebrating here in the state of Arkansas. I know that there are people still suffering from all of the tornado damage. And in some cases, you need some heavy-duty equipment. That's why you need to go to Hennard's in Searcy because need a chainsaw? They got it. Need hedge trimmers? They got it. Need weed eaters, string trimmers, as some like to call them. Maybe a leaf blower. I just call them a blower. But they have got the right gear. And maybe you've got a yard that certainly needs just the everyday lawnmower. And yes, they have push mowers. And yes, they do have a full range of riding mowers and zero-turn mowers. So whatever equipment that you're looking for, if you've got a need, Hennard has got it. And that's the beautiful thing, because they're carrying all the name brands. We have confidence and love, and that is Kubota, Spartan, Bobcat, zero-turn mowers. And then you got the full line of the steel handheld equipment. Call 501-268-1987. You can go online at hennardfoothills.com. Better yet, visit Hennard's at 1920 South Main Street in Searcy, your hometown, Kubota dealer, no matter where you live. And let's check in with Kevin McPherson, better known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Now, I wanted to pop this on you without giving you any chance to prepare. So, yeah. with that in mind, I want you to fill out the 13 players who you would anticipate being on the Arkansas basketball roster. Wow, now, Randy. Yeah. Well, there you, may be some that aren't here yet, Randy. Uh, but I know. I mean, this is like a Mike. This is like a Mike Tyson right after the initial bell rings and comes out and it, and it comes with the hammer immediately. Well, I'm, I'm already on the ropes here. I, I've got you on the ropes. ropes, and here's why: because Rick, we know that Kevin has inside skinny that he's not sharing. So, oh, you think? Right. Well, but, then, but, then, but I'm I'm giving you the loophole that this is yeah. your speculation. Okay. Well, I do think Arkansas is going to pick up two more commitments in the next 24 hours. I thought we might have heard something Monday, but I was told it was just going to be a little bit of a delay. So I think we're going to hear two more. So I'm just going to, you know, I guess I won't leave those blanks. You can say player X and player Y. How about that? But the thing is, that, that means there's two that aren't going to be here that currently are. So that means you'd have to reveal that, too. Well, okay. So I've been saying this, and I'll just start it this way. Anthony Black, it's a matter of time before he announces that he's going to the NBA draft. Okay. Uh, he's not coming back. And I think Jordan Walsh is going to at minimum test the waters. Um, and, you know, sometimes 
just because we haven't heard about it publicly yet doesn't mean that these these players aren't already in their process in terms of whatever training, whatever preparation they're doing. And so just because we haven't heard about it doesn't mean that they haven't made a decision yet. We just haven't heard it. So I think those two things are going to happen. Okay. Well, um, hold on. Hold on. Uh, Devo Davis is, is one we already know. <laughs> okay. So if the math is correct and Walsh and Davis both test the waters, but they both come back, then somebody else still has to leave to bring in two. Ooh. Right? If Walsh and Davis both right. come back, so, then you well, got to have somebody so right else now, if, has if, to leave. Let me, so with Devo <laughs> Davis already announced, yeah. but, but leaving the door open, right. once he enters the draft, He's not his. You know, he'd have to withdraw formally, withdraw Correct. to be able to reuse his eligibility. So you right. recruit as though he's not coming back. And so right now, based on him being in the draft, Arkansas has one opening right now, based on what the public knows, because right. five guys are out. And I just said they're going to add two to the two poor guys they just got committed last week, plus the two right. signees. So by tomorrow, I believe they'll have up to six players signed and/or committed when you combine the high school and portal. And and right now, five guys are out. And those right. five are Kamani Johnson. Right. He exhausted his, his eligibility. Mikel Mitchell just went into the portal. Right. He's the, right now the lone and only Arkansas player in the portal. And then you've got Devo Davis, Nick Smith Jr., and Ricky Council in the draft. We, right. we don't expect uh, Nick Smith Jr. or Council uh, to come back. Right. I, I lean toward Devo Davis is not coming back. That could change. Really? But that's a total of five names, and if we get two more commitments by tomorrow, that's a total of six players. So they're, you're right in the sense of what we know publicly, that's one over, but I'm telling you, I believe between Black, it's, you know, it's just a, a matter of when does he announce, and then I think Jordan Walsh is going to go into that draft pool as well. And so it goes back to what you're saying, Rick. Having said all that, it goes back to, well, what do Devo Davis and Jordan Walsh ultimately do if they come back and Arkansas adds at least six? I think... Well, I say add six. Two were already signed. It's going to be up to four. I've been saying it's going to be between four and six out of the portal. So I think there, even after these next two commit, I think there could be one or two more. And so that impacts really? even more potentially, you know, at least one yes. player. Yes. Huh? Yes. <laughs> well, it's Jordan Wall. Let's, well, it, it impacts at least one player currently that we think might be coming back. Right. It could be up to three, depending upon how much more Musman does in the portal. Then, then and what it, you're last year he the... got into a situation where he just really didn't stop portaling until Ricky Council, and it was 11 newcomers. Well, what you're uh, saying I felt is like there's this guys... year there might be more continuity and retention, but we just don't know because there's a lot of good players still going in the portal. Well, what you're saying is there are some guys that have already said they're coming back that may not be coming back, and now you're saying it might not be their choice because they want to come back. Well, something similar happened last year with Jackson Robinson and, and Ricky when Ricky Council became part of what their plans were. Yeah, and I'm not saying that it's going to happen. I'm saying keep an eye on it because you know we just went through the math. We just went through the math. Arkansas's not done bringing in visitors. There's going to be more of that. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't go into more on that. We haven't seen them identify <laughs> or, or become a true finalist for a big man yet. Um, you know, DJ Mack is one of them. Somebody asked me to comment on him. He's supposed to visit at the end of the month, a 6'8 grad from Wofford. Um, yeah. Arkansas recruited him out of high school on the previous staff, but he's, you know, he's graduated and he's got a year to go and he's, you know, a, a, he was all Southern Conference last year. We'll see if they get that, but we'll see if they get that the end of April and still would be considering him, um, you know, because there are other really good bigs. Jesse Edwards just announced. He's he's getting in the portal from Syracuse. He averaged a double double last year, nearly three blocks a game. And he's a he's a four, been a four year guy. He was all ACC third team and and made the all defensive team. Arkansas's already reached out to him. Hunter Dickinson's another name. Can't say a whole lot more on that one, guys. But I know Arkansas's working that, and that goes on. That continues. I I can't get more than that. But that's a big one, right? That's a big time. He's big. He's seven feet. And that'd be a, a, a huge. I mean, most of the services have he's him in the top one, one or two. Yeah, yeah, he's number one, and so you know they're <laughs> they're not done. They're not finished uh, beyond these two that I think are going to commit by tomorrow. 
Okay, so Kevin. So I didn't exactly saying? give you one through thirteen. You didn't give guys, me nothing. Not no, he gave you a lot. I, he gave you a lot because I basically he lot, said he said Devo's not coming back. Walsh isn't coming back. Uh, that's what he thinks because they're bringing in others. Well, so what? Here's I, what you're saying, Kevin. Here's <laughs> what you're saying. And I, I haven't you, said those you, two as absolutes. I'm saying as it is right well, now, I would say Devo's look, not coming back. If they're not coming back, if they're coming back then some of these guys that have said they're coming back aren't coming back if, if they keep recruiting. So what you're saying is, when we've always talked about, gosh, are these guys going to be loyal to their school, what you're saying is the school's not always loyal to the guys. Because if they find somebody better, they say, well, hey, it was nice having you, but and I know you want to come back, but we don't have room for you. Am I correct? Well, let me phrase it a little differently. And, it might, and not just to sugarcoat it, but it's there's a reality here. Number one, yeah, part of this is, if you, you've got to recruit, whoever goes into the draft, since Jordan Walsh has it, and I believe he will, once he has, I mean, I think he's in there, he hasn't announced it. Once he's announced it, we can start talking in more specifics about it. But let's say he does. Okay, Debo, and, and let's say he, and, and we know Debo's left the door open. So you recruit, and you, you address the portal as though those guys are gone. And so later, well, if they, if they do decide back? to come back, you're right. That creates a situation where, Right. So, oh, Devo, we don't have room for you're going to bring now. back Walsh or Devo if you can. That means guys that have said they're coming back would be now you know, looking for something else. You just said the loyalty between school and player, but also if the player's not going to factor into your rotation and, it, and that now it's year two of that, you're better off helping them find a spot, move on to somewhere where they can play. In Arkansas, Musman's done a great job yeah. of not holding players back when there's you know, where they would have to sit out of here. They make sure that they're not, you know, that they do their part to make sure that they have a landing place where they don't lose a year or, or have to sit a year. And That's so true. it might be the best thing for that player if they don't figure into Arkansas's future plans. But Arkansas, as they go through this portal process, may determine the guys that want to come back and are coming back are the better option. We haven't gotten that far yet. We haven't gotten that far to see how that's going to play out yet. So it, it may work out. For That's some of those nice. guys, or all of them. That was very nicely said. Makes everything sound so much better. And what it's saying is, this is professional athletics at the highest, even though it's college athletics. And if you're not good enough, somebody's better than you, we're going to bring them in and find you another place. And so that's, yeah, that's, and that's, that's what you're saying. That's you, the reality, you, but at the same time, it may, be, it may be in that, be, that player's best interest to do that. Really, with thirteen hundred players have in the transfer help. portal, with thirteen hundred players in the transfer portal, it would be in their best interest to go out there and actually end up at a school that's not nearly as good as Arkansas. It, well, we don't know that, and we don't know that it might. <laughs> if you want to play, if your goal is to play, Rick, and it's not a reality where you're at, whether that's Arkansas or anywhere, it might be in your best interest to, to look elsewhere. Absolutely. But what if you think next year you're going to be better than some of the guys that are here, and maybe you do make that improvement? Because, you know, there are some guys that get a lot better as sophomores than they were as freshmen, particularly with playing time. Rick, do you remember once upon a time when we could look at any team that just went to a Sweet 16 and look at their roster and go, oh, look, they only have one senior. His name's Kamani Johnson. He's leaving. We can book that team maybe for a Final Four next year. But yeah. that's not the reality of the college game anymore where you grow a program over time and you're, and you're homegrown. The guys you sign are part of your program from the point you get them for four more years. Those days are gone. And so the reality every year is that you might, not that you're on the chopping block necessarily, but it, you could look at it that way. Another way to look at it is all these guys want to play. They want opportunity. And if that increasingly becomes not a reality that where you're at, it probably is in their best interest to move on. Uh, rosters structure well, now is year to year, it's not long term yeah. for most teams. There are exceptions to that, but for, for many teams and most teams, it's not. I'm using disappearing ink. <laughs> that way, when I write a name down, it just disappears because it doesn't matter. Sounds like. Hang on, Kevin. We've got one more second segment with Kevin McPherson. Drive Time Sports will continue. Fridays for the Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. Leonard Skinner has been called the House Band of the South, which makes Freebird a sort of Southern National Anthem. 
and Sweet Home Alabama, a stand-in for God Bless America. The recent death of Gary Rossington took the last of the band's surviving members. Rossington had survived the plane crash that claimed the lives of three of his bandmates some 40 years ago. Skinner's music continues to live on down through the generations. Fifty years after the debut of pronounced Leonard Skinner, these Southern boys are Hall of Fame immortals. Come on over to Double B's this week and experience some Southern hospitality as you will be greeted with a warm welcome to Double B's and treated like family. Double B's, it's where you gas it, grab it and go. That's Double B's. With a schedule like mine, I don't always have time to run into a store for things I need. Greenway makes it easy to order equipment, parts, John Deere apparel, and even toys for my kids. And I have 24-7 access to Greenway's dealership right at my fingertips. That's why I shop online at GoGreenway.com. Back in 1953, Whit Davis and his wife started Whit Davis Lumber Company. 70 years and four stores later, this family-owned business is still going strong. During their 70th anniversary sale, you'll find unbeatable deals on a variety of products. But if you're looking to score a deal on a grill, now's the time. They're offering $70 off any grill purchase now through April 15th. Go see my friends at Whit Davis and Jacksonville Cabot Greenbrier and Sherwood during their 70th anniversary sale going on now through April 15th. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local. Eat fresh. Eat my catfish. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Jeremiah Matthews in Little Rock, Justin Sollers in North Little Rock, or Michael Ludwig in Greenbrier today. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer presents Movie Trivia with Morning Mayhem. Listen every Wednesday morning for your chance to play and win. Morning Mayhem Movie Trivia, every Wednesday, brought to you by Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer on 103.7 The Buzz. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. got drive time sports locked in on the buzz radio network here is randy rainwater drive time sports in the buzz radio network rick schaefer i'm randy rainwater don't forget this program note at the top of the hour we will join the arkansas baseball pregame show thanks to learfield between arkansas and little rock with the first pitch schedule for 6 30 and as of 5.48 and 58 seconds, this is what I have on my piece of paper with disappearing ink. <laughs> Barry Dunning Jr., Darian Ford, Joseph Pinion, Jalen Graham, Tevin Brazil, Draymond Mark, Kenyon uh, Minifield, Keon, Keon. I keep wanting to call him Kenyon. Keon Minifield and Landron uh, Landry Brocker and Bay Fall. Uh, that is within parentheses Devo Davis, Jordan Walsh, Makai Mitchell, and those are in Disappearing Inc., which in that case would open up four slots. So where am I off on my math, Mr. Hoop Scoop? Well, there's one open now. <laughs> and these other guys are in flux, so it depends on who's who's actually will come back and who how many more they're going to add. I mean, there's one open now based on what we know. If you believe that Jordan Walsh and Anthony Black are going in the draft pool, that makes it three. Arkansas is going to have two commitments, I believe, by tomorrow. That goes back to one, uh, and I think they'll add one or two more. So um, that either means that guys like Devo and Jordan will stay in the draft and then to accommodate 
guys you had, you might have to depart. There may be some guys that are that right now we think are coming back. Makai's made no no announcement, by the way, either way. Nope. Um, right? Nope. So, uh, that, so it could mean that later you're dealing with departures. This is what happened once. You know, in one case last year, uh, beyond the early stages where we're kind of still in now, when it moved later into, I think it was May, was it not May when Ricky came on, um, and then and then Jackson Robinson, there wasn't room, and so Jackson Robinson went in the portal. Then they announced Ricky in, and so you know that's always a possibility of uh, for something like that to happen again. Um, the numbers are not pristine right now, especially when you have. One player so far in Debo, and then a second guy. And we don't know when Jordan does make his announcement. I, well, this is what I'm not sure of. It, does he leave the door cracked? You know, if, if he does, I don't believe Anthony Black will. Nick Smith Jr.'s Nick, Nick Smith uh, Jr.'s not, and, and Ricky Council's not. But does and we know Debo says he has. Uh, but does Jordan? If they do, then you've got that situation where you recruit as though they're not coming back. If you fill up then you deal with it if they decide to come back and can come back. And that would mean, guys, someone's got to go who we thought might be coming back. Someone or someones. All right, we've got Bill. Bill, good afternoon. you got a question or comment for Hoop Scoop. Yes, good afternoon, Randy, Rick, and Hoop Scoop. Glad to talk to you guys. Thank uh, you. I to ask. Rick, i got to tell you, I'm, I'm proud of you today. I'm proud of you today. You, you yeah. came through for me. You asked, you asked the question. Just be, you know, we always put it on the players about loyalty. Yeah. And then you asked the question. You always, Rick, you was in the game a long time. You, you already knew the answer to that question. And I've I played college ball, so I know the answer to that question as well. The, the, the coaches are loyal to the coach. Whatever helps them to win and whatever keeps those checks rolling in, that's what the, that's what, that's who the coach is loyal to. And we all know that. I mean, we need to make sure that we're, we're, we're being even and being, being fair to these players. The players do what's best for them, but must is going to do what's best for us. We all right. know that. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of times they say, well, he does what's best for the program. Well, the program and the coaches tonight. <laughs> you know, if he's doing what's, what's best for the program, and that means he's doing what's, what's best for us. He must to keep that job, keep those checks rolling in. So, you know, we need to make sure that we're fair. To these players, and boy, Kevin, he, he would have had you asking me. I mean, the quick answer would have been yes. You're right. <laughs> the, the, the 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 coach is loyal to the coach, and they're not always loyal to the players. But, but, but think about this. Think about this, Bill. And, and this uh-huh. th- this is this takes it even further. Okay, Kevin's saying, but basically, Kevin is saying is if there's somebody better than Pinion or Barry Dunning Jr. want to come back, mm-hmm. they're going to bring them in and tell those guys to leave after they've said That's they right. want to stay. And even after they bring them in, they're going to have 13 guys on scholarship, and four of them are never going to see the floor next year, and two more might play a little bit. So that's the other fallacy, is if you've got guys that are here that are willing to be practice players and play some, why would you get rid of them and bring in four guys that aren't ever going to play? You just don't know which four they are yet. That's right. That's right. And you, you're exactly, you're exactly hey. right, Rick. So, you know, the, the coach, you and a coach is loyal, you're loyal to the coach. And, and we didn't make sure, you know, when, when, we're, when we're talking about this transfer portal and what these guys are doing, they're doing what's best for them. That's only fair for them to do what's best for them and their family because that's sure. exactly what Coach Moss right. is doing. I, I agree. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin. Can I, I say something that. to all that? Thank you, Bill. Well, of course, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's not that it's incorrect. But I think the, but sometimes the answer is not just as simple as, because um, you're right, only, what, I mean, six, seven rotation, that's what's been proven. Maybe eight yeah, guys check eight into a game, it's game to game. Eight so there's going to be guys yeah. that don't play much, if at all. That's right. Um, and I think that's why you will see more players return this time. Typically, Melsman turns over about half the roster, six, seven. There's 13 scholarships, so you're right there on that cut line. Last year it was 11. I don't think it's going to grow that high. I think it could be as many as eight. That's still a lot, uh, but it might, you know, it might end up being seven. Um, and so that's about half again. It's closer. This year will be closer to what it's been in the past. Uh, and so the question becomes, well, 
that that means someone's on the chopping block. If it works out that way, you're right. Someone's going to be displaced who otherwise wanted to come back. It could be more than one. Maybe it's two. Uh, maybe maybe it doesn't get to any. We just don't know yet. But if it does, but those players in this transfer portal era where, where players use it as free agency and their loyalty is also about their progression, their ability to get playing time and getting developed, it might be the best thing for them to move on anyway, even though they think they want to stay. If they know that it's another year of not playing, maybe they change their thinking too. So it... I, I'm not saying that it, that the coaches aren't looking out for themselves. We know the fan base expects to win. They expect wins. They expect a program like Arkansas to to continue to surge, and so they rely on the coach to make those decisions. So, but but I also think it could be the best thing for the player, even though the way this has kind of been themed is well, they're kind of the, the odd man out, and they don't really have much of a say, and and they want to come back and they can't. While there's some truth to that, there's also the other part of it is well in Let's help you go somewhere where you can play basketball because that's what you're. Not only are you a student, but you you're, you came to play basketball. So right, in a but, sense, but, it could be the best thing for them. But Ford and Pinion came to play basketball at Arkansas because they grew up wanting to play basketball at Arkansas. And what they're that's right. what, you're, what you're saying is I'm you know hey I used to work in the athletic department and I'd take the coach aside every time, <laughs> but I look at it a little bit differently right now. What you're saying is that their lifetime dream is not worth it if you can find somebody better than them when they want to stay. And whoever you bring in, there's no guarantee that that player will play 20 minutes during the season because well, five guys but, but are Rick, not it's not play. just that there's guys that are necessarily better than them. It might be a more experienced player who's ready to help now. And, and this is why when I keep talking about the fact that Programs aren't built on long-term development as much anymore, especially not at Arkansas. It's about who's ready. That's why you're seeing the impact of the transfer portal on high school recruits. What, what are coaches going to do? Do they want to get a guy they can get and give them some NIL money who's got experience, who's proven themselves at that level? And, you know, they'll get some – I mean, Arkansas's gotten some five stars, and it's been good, uh, but it's been really good with the transfers, too, so you got to balance that. And I'm not talking specifics about guys like Pennon and Darian Ford, who I think are going to be good college players. We saw Pennon when he got his opportunities. Even Darian Ford and his opportunities, may I thought, made the most of them. And it may not be a guy that's better than them. It might be someone who they – and I'm not talking about them. It could be anybody, anybody yeah. else. You use those as examples. But whoever, I did. it could be a, yeah. a more ready player for that coming season. We could have this discussion and probably will for quite some time because I don't agree at all. I think that if those well, guys can't I, I may be the bad guy out of this. Saw, I'm explaining how it works. No, you're, not that you're, I, ex- you're right. You're explaining how it works. I think it stinks. That's that's the way I look. Gentlemen, we are out of time. We can save this Thank debate for later on in the week. All right, Rick Schaefer. Oh, Kevin went quickly. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Up next, Arkansas Razorback Baseball. Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. Our hearts go out to the hundreds of people whose homes were damaged or destroyed in the recent tornado. The amount of property loss is overwhelming. We know this is a stressful time, and we're here to help if we can. I want to tell you about a few discounts and low finance rates we have. We have 1.9% financing available on the Big 